0: Hi, Hopers. Thanks for joining us again today as we continue kind of talking through the book of Psalms and all of these individual songs. Today's psalm is Psalm 27, again a psalm of David, called today, Putting Out Fear. And we're not going to read the whole psalm, but I want to read about three verses of it to you, because I think as we go into this year and as we go into a new month and maybe new situations and circumstances, new uncertainties and doubts, Fear is always going to be something that we have to have an answer for. Fear is a part of what God gave us to help us survive and to to maintain our lives, a defense mechanism. But the enemy found out pretty quickly that he could exploit it into neutralizing people who are thought to live by faith, but instead are distracted into this emotional entanglement with something that overwhelms us and feeds on itself. It's just a, a spiral that keeps spinning faster and faster and faster. So I've called today Putting Out Fear. And this is David, who we, again, we don't know where this psalm is written or what this psalm is written about, but we can imagine many times whether it is looking at a giant across a field or hiding in caves and running from King Saul or armies that are advancing against him while he's king or whatever it is. We don't know what it is, but we can imagine that David was very familiar with the battle internally about fear. And so David begins this psalm with big declarations, a verse that maybe could be something that we hold on to as we head out into our day or the challenges of this day or when trials or something come our way. This is what David starts Psalm 27 with. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? That feels really confident. And I don't know if it's full of all of that confidence of those words, but it certainly has a powerful ring to the declaration that David says, Whom shall I fear and of whom shall I be afraid? David is asking those who are singing this song and even his own soul, "Let's, let's assess the situation. Let's assess the battle. If it is God versus these enemies of mine, Who do I believe is more powerful? Who do I believe will be victorious? Who do I trust in? Who would I project as the winner of this showdown? Of course, it would be the Lord. So when David says, the Lord is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? That's that rhetorical way that David says to himself and to those who are listening to this song or singing this song. Let's get our heads straight. God is my light. And the idea of light there is a little bit more than just I can see, but it's that darkness is this thing that closes in around you and makes, makes life uh, scary. <laughs> Certainly in the dark, things are more scary than they would be in the light. Uh, you can imagine more. You can't identify sounds. You, you think you might see something over there or hear something over there. So in the dark, the light expels fear. Because the light exposes many things that we would create into larger things. And when God, when uh, David calls God his light, the Lord is my light, what he's saying is, as I put my trust in you, a lot of the things that I would make up in my head or that I would naturally be fearful of are exposed. Instead of me having to sit here and work out and imagine and worry and stress over all the things that could be, I instead. By standing in your presence, I am in the light. And that darkness doesn't have that kind of ability to shroud things and then scare me because they are shrouded. He is my light and my salvation. He is the one who saves me. He is the one who comes to my rescue. He is the one that is going to hold me through this life and into the next. And remember, David is not just acting. If this is while he's on the run from Saul or sometime in that place, he's not just acting on presumption. He has been anointed the king of Israel. And somewhere along the way in his his reign as king, God has made with him the the Davidic covenant, that a king will sit on his throne forever, that his line will not come to an end, that his son will build a temple to him. David has heard promises from God that tell him this is not the end of his life. So David is saying to himself, God has already told me what will happen. I'm not going to fear that somehow that's going to get off track. I'm going to believe that God's purpose and plan for my life will win out the day. The second half of that verse, the Lord is the stronghold of my life. We don't do a lot of strongholds, but you can think of like shelter from severe weather, like Uh, Severe thunderstorms or hurricanes or even tornadoes when you are in something that's a stronghold the idea is you're in a place that you believe will withstand Whatever attack or whatever danger there is the building the, the structure around you is so solid and so secure that it will keep you safe David says that's how I look at God. I feel like because I am with him because I'm in his hands He is absolutely the the reason that I believe I am safe. So of whom shall I be afraid? You can do anything you want outside the stronghold. You can't get in because God is my stronghold. He expands it. Verse 3, though an army besiege me, my heart will not fear. Though war break out against me, even then I will be confident. So what David says is, because I've chosen to believe that God is my light and my salvation and my stronghold, I'm not going to live in fear. And then he starts saying, even if, even if, even if. And I think there's the stubbornness to it. That maybe we need more of in our spiritual walk. Though an army besiege me, even if I'm surrounded and there's nowhere to go, I will not fear. Though a war break out against me, if someone comes in, and all the hate and anger and they've got all they're all ready for battle, and I maybe am not, even then, I will be confident. David is saying that I will not live in fear. I am going to put it out of my life. I'm going to beat it back. Because my God is that great, I am not going to be someone who just turns fear over and over in my head. If you're someone that has battled with fear, maybe for good reason, or maybe just because you have a good imagination and a a smart brain, I think now is the time to go to battle against that. And you go to battle against that, not with your own wits and with your own, you know, I'm so smart, I can figure this out. You go to battle with your faith. You go to battle with the Lord who saved you, the one who is your light, your salvation, and your stronghold. And it may take some time. David ends the Psalm in verse 14 by saying, wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. The, the, The phrase repeats itself even in the same verse, wait for the Lord. It may take some time, but I can wait with confidence. Be strong and take heart. I can hold on. I can have endurance. I can have perseverance. Be strong and take heart. Be encouraged. Don't let your heart melt. Don't let your heart faint. Don't be scared Wait for the Lord, because you know that He is coming. May today be a day where fear is put away in your soul and in your mind and in your life. May today be the start of a battle against fear that maybe dominates your life in some way, shape, or form. From past wounds, or current situations, or imaginations of what the future could hold. Maybe today could be the start of you saying Fear is not going to run my life because my God is that great. And so I'm going to keep reminding myself, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is my stronghold. Of whom shall I be afraid?